Hi, it's Wendy, and I wanted to tell you about something that I'm really excited about before we get started with the podcast today. I have a site at Patreon, and the way Patreon works is that for as little as $1, you can get many of my hypnosis sessions that normally cost $20 or $30 each, and you can have them and own them and download them and listen to them as much as you want. To do this, you choose to become a patron of my site for $1 or $5 or $10 or whatever amount you want, but start at a dollar if you like. And then every time I have a new podcast, there will be new sessions put on there that are hypnosis sessions that you can get for just a dollar and what a deal that is. Also, if you put in a request for me to do a custom session for you, if I decide to make that custom session, it will go onto the Patreon site for only how much? $1. I know it's crazy. So go right now to patreon.com slash Wendy. So Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Wendy. And of course, Wendy's with an I, W-E-N-D-I. So I'll see you over there on the Patreon site and you can grab all kinds of great hypnosis sessions for just a buck and make your world a happier place. Put a smile on your face, have more fun, and feel great. Okay, so let's get started with the podcast today. Hello, it's Wendy Friesen, and it's time again for you to sleep with me. That's right. And as fun as it sounds, it's actually not what you're probably thinking. So what you're going to do is you're going to be relaxing and getting into hypnosis and getting into that really dreamy, awesome state of sleep that is not actually sleep, but it's that trance state where we can make some changes in your brain and in your mind and get rid of some of the problems you have and the things that you're experiencing that you don't want anymore. Today, I want to talk about sports and hypnosis. It's one of the things I'm really passionate about and that I really love. Because with sports, using hypnosis, people overcome very difficult things that might be physical limitations they thought they'd had or mental states that are creating anguish and fear and failure at their sport or wanting to get better. So they need to improve in a certain area of their sport, but they just don't know how to get past a certain level of expertise or skill. We can first start by understanding how hypnosis applies to sports and how your subconscious mind really is running your game, no matter what your sport is. So I've worked with athletes of all different levels from kids who are in high school and their parents think they've got some really good potential at their sport, but there's something holding them back to experts who, when they're in a, like a golfer, who's in a tournament that calls me on the phone every night and has me do a quick session with him or another golfer that came in at 7am every day before he went out to golf. So I want you to think about what you're going to do mentally to change the way that you play your sport. If you're a golfer, I know you get frustrated sometimes, golfers do, even the pros do, and you get mad at yourself and you say horrible things to yourself, and then you let your anger and frustration just ruin your game so you're not enjoying it anymore. Once you get into that cycle, it's very easy to understand why it continues to happen, how those thoughts and those statements you're making to yourself actually perpetuate this negative state and let it escalate and get bigger and more powerful until you're just a puddle of sadness (laughs) melted onto the golf course. I have worked with baseball players. 
Um, one in particular that was interesting was a young man who was in high school and he was doing really good, hopefully, you know, getting, advancing his baseball potential. And he was a first baseman. So what we found in our hypnosis session when we worked together that he didn't know he was doing was when a ball was going to be thrown to him at first base, which, you know, pressure's on because that's the place where you're getting a lot of action. His inner mind was saying to him, don't let me drop the ball. Don't let me drop the ball. Don't drop the ball. So he didn't plan to use that as his statement. But he found in our hypnosis session that that's what was being said on a subconscious level. Now, of course, any statement you use in sports that includes the word don't or I won't or I can't, you know, I just, I I can't keep slicing the ball. I've got to stop slicing the ball. Or I'm, if you're shooting free throws in basketball, it's like, don't let me miss. I have to make this. Don't let me miss this one. When you put the negative word in, you know what happens. Your brain has a hard time focusing on anything other than the negative thing that you said. So you say, don't let me drop the ball. Well, here's this first baseman ready to catch that ball that's just screaming at him. And his brain is saying, don't let me drop the ball. And so your brain sends all of the neural activity to the place in your brain that has experienced dropping the ball and all of the disappointment and the anger and the frustration that would come with that. It accesses the emotional state, the mental state, the visual state of dropping the ball, the disappointment, the sounds of the crowd, and how they react when you drop the ball. So while he does want to catch the ball, his inner mind was saying, don't let me drop the ball. We made one little fix that changed everything for him. By paying attention to what you're really thinking about and what you're really saying to yourself gives you the chance to actually change it. So I found some different phrases and had him mentally rehearse being at first base. Pressure is on. Everybody's counting on you. Here comes the ball screaming at you. And when it gets to your mitt, boom, it sticks. And then we would use another phrase like, I've got it, or it's in there. So we, we found the one that felt best to him, which was, I think it was, it sticks. So when the ball's getting ready to come to him, we built this state of mind in hypnosis that included all of the things that he needed to support the phrase, it sticks. And then we'd have him practice hearing the ball hit his mitt and saying, it sticks. We'd have him hear the crowd cheering for him when he hears, it sticks. And everything that he did was reinforcing the state of mind that we created in our hypnosis so that when he went out there, it wasn't possible for his brain to go to that state of mind anymore that says, don't let me drop the ball. I worked with another young man who was a race car driver and he was only 16 years old, but he was very, very good at what he did and he wanted to get better. It was really cool because he came to see me for several sessions and he had me go through the track with him when he's in hypnosis. So he drew out one of the tracks that he was racing on and we would talk about what happens in each corner and each curve and accelerating and, and hanging on to the road or taking the lead and all the things that happen with the pressures of driving so fast with all these other cars around you that are racing. 
And it was really fascinating because the things that we found were certain negative mind states when he was going around a certain corner or when he saw a car coming up beside him or behind him. And it really got to the point where we fine-tuned every one of those little fears or every one of the negative statements. And he did much, much better when he was racing after that. I worked with a bowler who was competing and we found some of his negative things that he would say and we changed them. And he was already a really good bowler, but he'd never had a perfect game because that would be a lot to ask for, but it would be quite an accomplishment as well. So we went through removing the negative statements, feelings, emotions, sensations, and we created a new state where he was totally anchored in him getting a strike or picking up a spare, then gave him a sense of certainty about making that strike or picking up the spare. And he listened to a recorded program I had in addition to doing a couple of sessions personally. The next game that he bowled was a 300 game. He had never bowled a perfect game before. And he just knew he could do it. You know, and with sports, you think, well, someone obviously had the skill to bowl a perfect game. All strikes. Can you imagine the pressure when you're on that last frame and you get to bowl three strikes in a row? And, and even with all that pressure and his old mindset was completely cleared and gone, having that certainty that I've got this, I'm just, I'm bowling strikes, no problem. So no fear crept in and he did indeed have his perfect game. It is really amazing when you visualize just any part of the sport that you're doing. Of course, we have to get rid of the negative aspects that are anchored in but you want to visualize what you do want and you want to put positive statements in there and you want to, as, as much as you can, you want to feel that experience. You want to have all the sounds around you that are part of it. You want to notice your emotional state, how your physical body feels, how your feet are planted, how your arms feel, what you see and what you envision. Now, my favorite sport to do hypnosis with is golf. And golf has always fascinated me because it's such a mind game, and we all know that. When I've worked with golfers, they do get better really, really quickly, but the really important thing is they just enjoy their game so much more. Using hypnosis for golf, I use many different aspects of the game, including things from your past that might be interfering with your success now. So they might not even relate to golf at all. The client that I had that I worked with every morning before he went golfing, he actually went back to a time when he was a little kid in Little League. And I had asked him to go back to a time where he felt a feeling of failure or he felt defeated or he had doubts about whether or not he had what it takes So he goes back to being in Little League, and his dad was the coach of his team, and his dad yelled at him for different things. And and the most important thing about that experience was that he realized that he learned to feel defeated or scared or not good enough when he was competing, and he's wanting to do really good and show his dad how good he is. But skills are very limited for little kids. And so when they're berated or put down or they know that they're disappointing someone, those things get really embedded. And uh, when he worked on this with me, 
you know, we, we worked on just resolving that situation and releasing the emotional content from it and releasing the triggers. That was one of the things that really helped him in his game was letting go of that. Now, the next thing that we do is get you to experience yourself as having won or accomplished or come out ahead in whatever your sport is. So with golf, we had him go to a tournament that's an upcoming tournament he was playing in and experience all the different holes on that tournament, on that golf course, and doing really well. And on each hole, how good he felt and how certain he felt and how he knew that this state of mind would continue, no problem. Took him through the entire course and the game and had him finish really, really well, and whatever that meant to him. But he had embedded from our experience together the sounds of all the people around him, the pressure that you feel, when you've got this putt that really matters, well, they all really matter. The feeling you have when you're there at the tee box and you know that this one's going to go exactly where you want it to go. So there was not just visualizing it, you're hearing all the sounds around you. You're feeling the gentle breeze. You're noticing the shimmer of the light of the sun on the ponds. You notice the feel of your golf glove on your hand. You notice the feel of your driver in your hands. These different elements of what's happening so that those things become part of the state of mind that we need so we can anchor that success state into all of those experiences. If you're a golfer, next time you're playing golf, just notice what things go through your head, what kind of things you're saying to yourself, or maybe the things you're saying out loud as you throw your golf club into the lake and say, I suck at this. I can't hit that ball. But just notice the things that you do kind of consistently that are sabotaging your success at that game. Now, when you're on the course, you can instantly change those things. Of course, then your mind is battling with the negative stuff that's still there and the positive things that you're saying and trying to envision that are competing, you know? So you've got this old programming and it's not going to go away unless you do something to diffuse it like a my hypnosis, and then you replace it with the thing that you do want. So if you're getting ready to drive the ball, you're at the tee box, you're looking at the green, if you can see it, or the flag. And what you want to do first is imagine yourself having this vision that you could like fly over the fairway and actually go right to the spot on the green the exact blade of grass where you want that ball to land. Or if it's a shot that's going to go partway under the fairway, you're going to imagine zooming in all the way to that spot and pick that one blade of grass right there where the ball is going to land. So doing that takes just a few seconds, especially if you've done the practice mentally before you're actually golfing. But even if you do that, it's better than probably whatever your mental state was before. So you go and you choose that blade of grass, you bring your awareness right back to where you're standing and you have to build a, an anchor, which means that physically, what are you feeling? Mentally, what is your state? Visually, what are you seeing? Sounds, what are you hearing? And you take all of these elements And this really has to be done before you're golfing because you'd be standing there for a long time and people would be a little annoyed at you. So you want to build that state and then you want to anchor it with something specific. It might be something that you see like the logo on your golf ball 
or it might be something that's on your shoe, or it might be the little button on your glove, whatever it is. We want you to find that thing that is that anchor, and we want you to see it. Then we want you to create that um, auditory anchor, which is a phrase, which if you're going to drive the ball, it might be a unique phrase that says, this one goes. And for you, the phrase, this one goes, means that it goes exactly the trajectory, the speed, the distance lands right where you want it. And then you want a kinesthetic cue, which is another thing you're going to anchor with a kinesthetic feeling like one of my golfers would just touch the side of his leg. Another one would just squeeze the uh, grip of the driver. Another one touched something on his shirt. Whatever it is, you need that kinesthetic cue that's going to anchor that state even deeper. So when you're doing it with me, and we'll do a little short uh, version of this in a minute. When you're doing that, in hypnosis, you're embedding it in your brain to make the experience as big and real and emotional and spectacular with as much feeling, sounds, visuals, everything that you can. Then when you're in hypnosis, you're using that anchor while you are experienced. So if I say visualize the spot on the top of your shoe, that is your anchor. And anchored in that is the state of mind that you have, that you know this goes exactly where you want it to go. Now, you're not wearing that shoe while you're in hypnosis, probably, but you imagine that you're looking at that spot on your shoe. If your kinesthetic anchor is to rub your thumb and finger together or to touch um, the side of your leg or to give a squeeze to the grip on your driver, that's going to be your unique kinesthetic anchor that also anchors that state so then what you do is we combine the three anchors, a visual, kinesthetic, and auditory, and just have you fire them off when you're getting ready to hit that shot. Make sense so far? Yay. Okay, now you take that shot and you watch it go and it goes where you wanted it to go. And now you need a different anchor and a different mindset for a different shot. So if you're putting, for instance, you'll use my process that is for an intuitive putt. We know that you've probably golfed enough that your mind knows how to read a green, knows all of the elements of how it lays and, and where your ball's going to go and what the variations are and the condition of the grass and everything about it. So we want to turn that over to your subconscious mind so that you're reading the green without having to put effort into it. Because you know that your subconscious mind knows way more than you know consciously. Then we have a process where you draw a line. So wherever you're putting from, you're going to let your mind draw an imaginary line to the hole. Pretty easy. But then you want to stand there in position, ready to putt, and close your eyes right after you draw that line. Then close your eyes and just feel that line. And then turn it over to your subconscious because you know so much more about what's involved in following that line, speed and distance, the conditions of the green. And then you take your putt. So you're looking at the cup. You're drawing a line while you're looking at it from your ball to there. You address the ball, close your eyes, take a breath. Open your eyes and take your shot. And that's all there is to it. For some reason with putting, because it is such a complex 
tasked <laughs> hit the ball into the cup with all the variables that are there and the variables that are different on every green, that your subconscious mind knows exactly what to do and it doesn't need a lot of time to figure it out. So that's been really helpful for golfers of all skill levels. And the next really important thing in any sport is having a winning mindset. And while that might sound simple and you say, yeah, I got this, I'm going to win, you know, it's not necessarily about winning or beating other people. Maybe it's about what your personal win is and that the sport you play, you do this for yourself in your way, not because you're competing, but because you want to have your best game, whatever that is. So if you improve in certain areas, it isn't that you won or lost and you can't say, oh man, I didn't win the, you know, the tournament or I didn't, you know, win the basketball game or whatever it is. You want to have that mindset of what your personal win is. So spend time visualizing and experiencing in hypnosis, the experience of what that win is for you. Is it being recognized and getting a trophy and like getting really good every every month you improve in every tournament or every sport you play in that you're getting better? Or is it something that is, I played today and I just felt good. It was just calm and beautiful. And I just loved what I was doing every moment. So there was a woman who called me and she wanted to send her husband to me, who is a golfer, who golfs a lot. She says he'll golf every day if he can. And the problem is that he gets so angry when he golfs that when he comes home, he's miserable. I can't stand to be around him. And seriously, I've got to like get a divorce or something because he just wants to golf all the time and he's just mad all the time. So <laughs> he did come and see me and we worked on what was making him angry, had him in trance going onto the golf course and finding out what the triggers are and the things that are making him mad. We released those and we changed those to something that was giving him a sense of love of the game, what he really loves about it, why he goes out there and golfs every day that he can. And then we put a state of joy in it for all the things he loved about the game. Like right now, go ahead and close your eyes for a moment and take a deep breath. And just notice as you take a deep breath and you let your body relax for a moment, what I'm describing and how it feels to you on every level, physically, emotionally, mentally. So even if you're not a golfer, just let yourself imagine being on a golf course. It's a beautiful day. The sky is just that amazing color of blue with those white puffy clouds. There's a gentlest breeze and you can feel it on your skin. It feels so calming and so soothing. As you walk on the grass, you notice how soft and perfect it is. And you're excited to get started, but you're taking time to really just embrace the beauty all around you. As you walk a little farther, the pond over there has a sunlight sparkling on it like little diamonds. There's ducks playing in the water. And as you look all around, you take a deep breath and you notice the wonderful fragrance of nature, of those beautiful trees and the hills and the green, green grass. You feel it. 
You can smell the freshness of the air. You notice the gentleness of the breeze and the warmth of the sun. And all around you, you realize how grateful you are to be in this moment like now nothing else matters. It is a feeling of joy that's just pulsing through your body, flowing from the top of your head down through your body to the tips of your toes. And you realize that today is just going to be a good, good day. Now open your eyes and just take another breath and bring your awareness back here. So in that like one minute description that I gave you, there's a feeling that you had in your body that's a physical feeling that was a feeling of peace or joy or contentment. There were things around you that influenced you to feel that way by appreciating the blue of the sky, the puffy clouds, the pond, the grass, the feeling that you have when you walk on it. So now think about that being the state of mind that you start with when you go out to golf, as opposed to my client who was so angry that every time he went out there, his anchors <laughs> were in anger, frustration, disappointment. And when he started his day, his brain started in that mental state. And it did that because of so much repetition. He had done that for so many days or months or years that his brain didn't have any other state to access, to feel anything other than anger. So anyway, he did some sessions with me and he went out and golfed and stuff. And I got a call from his wife a few days later. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I hope this worked. And she says, wow, what did you do to my husband? She says, amazing. He's actually happy when he comes home. And it's not just because he was golfing. He just seems more content in every way. And he just seems happier. Well, if you take a mental state and like I just described, and we attach it to your golf game, and then you go out and you golf for two or three or four hours a day, or however often you do. And while you're in that go golf mindset, and you're in that state of peace and contentment, you're embedding it in there for hours every day. Isn't that cool? So then it spills over into your personal life and into your mindset for all the other things you're doing in life. And definitely worked out for him. A year later, he called me and he said, you know, Wendy, I just want to thank you again for what you did for me so I could really enjoy golfing. It's after a year. I still, I have no anger. I am so content in all areas of my life. Nothing ruffles me. I just stay calm and peaceful and just something about what happens on that golf course that feels so good for me now. It doesn't matter about the winning or losing, although I'm playing amazingly well. It's about how I feel when I do it. I have this mental state that is unshakable and I love the feeling that I have about myself being that kind of man. Quick reminder, if you want to get a golf session for only $1, a full hypnosis session, go over to patreon.com slash Wendy right now, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wendy with an I. There's also a session in there for stopping your anger. So if you were listening and thinking, wow, I could really use that because I want to feel that lack of anger and feel more calm and peaceful, go grab the one that's for anger. It's also only a dollar. So get over there right now to patreon.com slash Wendy. We know that every sport 
needs a mindset. Every sport, I've worked with pole vaulters, a woman who needed to get over her 11-foot mark. I think it was in college, and she couldn't get over that. She had just some kind of a mental block about getting over that 11-foot mark. She was positive she could do it, but her mind was messing with her. So we went through the process similar to what I described with the golf. You know, everything around you puts you at peace, creates a state of certainty, helps you feel that calm and content feeling with that absolute knowing that going 11 feet, no problem. So in her mind, in our sessions, we had her inch by inch making it over the pole, but going to 11.2, 11.3, 11.4. So in her mind, she had accomplished even higher than 11. So that her state of certainty, when she is standing there, ready to run, holding that pole, noticing all the things around her that we had embedded into her state of mind to get over that pole. It was all happening. And she didn't have to think about, how do I do this? I'm going to have to run faster. No, I'm going to have to plant my pole differently here or there or whatever. So all the fears are gone and all the mechanics don't matter because she's already got that. She's done it thousands of times. And all she has to do is just fire off those anchors, visual, kinesthetic, and auditory. Boom, just like that, and she's over the pole. So other sports that I have helped people with have all had very positive results. And I think in any sport, if you understand how much you sabotage your success and you practice your skills, and no matter how much you practice your skills, that that sabotage and that fear of not doing it right or messing up it, it overrides any of the skill sets you have. My son was on a, a soccer team that was a competitive soccer team when he was about 12 years old. And it was one where we traveled to all the tournaments. So one of the tournaments, there was a big motor home there. And because it was very hot out, all the boys went in the motor home on every break between the quarters and at halftime. So then when they were in the motorhome, I said, okay, everybody lie down, close your eyes. Let's get hypnotized because the parents weren't in there. The parents definitely weren't hip to Wendy's hypnosis stuff, you know, because <laughs> I think there was one of them thought it was the work of the devil. So, well, anyway, I have all these boys in the motorhome and I said, close your eyes. And when you go out there for the second half, or I, I don't remember if they have halves or quarters, but anyway, it was after halftime. So... When you go out there after the second half, when you're standing there as a team, you look at each other and you realize that you are solid. Everything you do is in unison with each other. You are so intuitive, quick, fast. The other team can't get near you. You have shots on the goal, shots on the goal, shots on the goal, one after the other. Well, I think they were behind at, before we started our motorhome session. So they get out there to go start the second half and they are all feeling it. You know, they just loved what we did in the motorhome. And I swore them to silence and secrecy. <laughs> Don't tell your parents. <laughs> so I would say in the first 60 seconds of that game, they dominated that ball and they had 10 or 15 shots on goal, which is unheard of in the first minute. And in the next four or five minutes, they had just repeatedly shots on goal. And some of them were goals, obviously, but it was amazing how many shots they were 
taking. So I'm on the sidelines listening to the other parents saying, oh my gosh, what happened? How, how are they doing that? I've never seen them play this well. And I hadn't either. I hadn't seen them be that powerful and unstoppable and all that. So it was pretty cool. Those kids were very happy about it. And I think uh, the parents did eventually find out. And of course, I don't think they were too happy with that. But, but, but see, hypnosis is not a bad thing. It's what we do to ourselves every day, all the time. We're either hypnotizing ourselves to feel more fear, uncertainty, insecurity, anger, whatever, failure, or we're hypnotizing ourselves by our words, our feelings, our emotions, everything that we play with all day of being confident or certain or hopeful or positive about what we want. So in your life, whether you're an athlete or not, are you saying things to yourself that are negative and are hurting you? And, you know, just really pay attention to what you say when you, something doesn't go quite right and you say, oh, God, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? And then just stop and take a breath and change it. Say, I'm getting smarter every day and I'm making better decisions every minute. Something like that. So just notice when you do it, because if you don't notice it, you can't really stop it. And then notice the things that are being said, like underneath your awareness, what are the physical feelings? Do you feel like when you know you're going to have to give a presentation in a couple days, when you think about that presentation, do you suddenly feel like this sinking feeling? Do you feel a physical, like, um, in the pit of your stomach, like something just really getting tight and stabbing you? (laughs) Or do you feel your head kind of getting lightheaded and dizzy or something? So when you feel that, or you hear your voice saying a statement that's not good, whatever it is, change that state right away and don't force it. Just stop, take a breath, stand up a little straighter, just put your hand on your belly or your chest, or wherever you feel it, and say, it's okay, I'm going to do great. It's going to be easier than I ever imagined. So then you shift something just a little bit, and it's just a small thing to do, but it makes a huge difference. If you're looking for some really fast and immediate help for your sports hypnosis, I have a program that's called The Mind Game, and it has general sessions that are applicable to pretty much any sport. I have a program that's for Ironman hypnosis, which has separate sessions for your swimming, bicycling, and running your marathon and coming out and winning in whatever way, you know, your winning goal was for you. And then there's some for basketball and golf, obviously, and many different sports. So that's one way to do it. But what I want to do right now with you, oh, to to find those, go to hypnosis.wendy.com, spell Wendy with an I, or look at the links in the description of the podcast. So what I want to do is take you through a golf hypnosis session, and it's going to be short, maybe less than 10 minutes, and I'm going to have you standing at the tee box, getting ready to take your shot to drive the ball. So make sure you find a comfortable place to sit right now, and if you're sitting up in a chair, that's fine. Um, but better would be if you can recline a little bit and support your head so you can let your body relax. So right now, go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. Take another nice deep breath right now. 
Let it all the way out. As I count from five down to one, let your eyelids slowly get heavier and want to close and just feel them getting heavier and heavier with every word that I say and every breath that you take. Five, your eyelids getting heavy. Four, all the muscles in your face relaxing now. Three, feel your shoulders drop. Your arms get heavy, loose and limp and relaxed. Your eyelids are closing, heavier and heavier. Two, just let go of any tension in your body, any tightness. And one, deeper relaxed now. As you go deeper into this beautiful, blissful, relaxed state, you know that there are some things that your mind would like to do. Anytime you want to go deeper, just take a deep breath. As you let it out, your body melts right down into that easy, peaceful state of mind, letting go deeper and deeper. Let your mind open up to experiencing something so vividly, as real as real can be. You allow yourself to go, to get ready to play your favorite sport, to play golf, and to really enjoy what you're doing. So take your mind all the way onto the golf course. You're getting ready to tee off. And just feel yourself there. Let it become more real, more vivid. The sensations, the sounds, the feeling of the air and what kind of day it is. Get your driver out of your bag and go just stand at the tee box. Right now there's no one else around. There's no pressure. No one's waiting for you. You can take all the time you want. First I want you to remember a really great shot when you teed off and that ball went exactly where you wanted it. It landed right where you chose. And I want you to feel that. Remember that moment as vividly as possible. Good. Now I want you to imagine as real as real can be, getting ready to tee off and feel that exact same feeling as when you remembered having such a great shot. Let's put your ball on the tee. Feel that driver in your hands. Notice your body feeling balanced and strong and centered. Feel that perfect setup. Close your eyes for just a couple seconds. Take a breath. Open your eyes and take your shot. Beautiful backswing. Amazing follow through. Feel the momentum and the power as you watch that ball flying through the air, going to the exact spot that you choose, right there. Good. Now set yourself up at the tee again. And this time I want you to just look over the golf course and the fairway. And I want you to be able to see the green and the pin. 
and imagine yourself zooming over the fairway, going all the way with this eagle eye vision of looking at the spot where the ball's gonna land. Choose that exact blade of grass where you want that ball to land, and then bring your awareness right back to where you're standing at the tee box. Right now, you're going to create a visual anchor. So in your imagination, notice the spot where you chose for the ball to land, that exact blade of grass. Notice when you look down at the ball, those little tiny dimples on the ball, your shoes, your driver, the grass. Even look up and see the sky, the clouds, or the blue sky. Good. Now just take your thumb and finger of your right hand and just rub them together to create that anchor. Good. Now relax your hand. Now notice what you hear. What is your phrase that you hear in your mind? You can pick something that's unique or you can use the phrase, this one goes or I got this, or it's a beautiful shot. So pick a phrase that feels right for you, and I want you to use that phrase in your voice, in your mind, so you hear it right now. This one goes, this one's a beauty. Whatever your phrase is, now rub your thumb and finger together on your right hand, and you should be doing that for real right now, rubbing your thumb and finger together. Good. Now find a kinesthetic anchor, something that is a feeling. It could be the feeling of the grip on your driver, or it could be the feeling when you touch something that is a very unique touch or feel. It's going to be your kinesthetic anchor. Remember when Carol Burnett used to squeeze her ear at the end of each show. So you could squeeze your ear, you could touch your knee, or you could feel that ball in your hand before you put it on the tee. Just notice what your kinesthetic anchor is right now. And use it. Imagine yourself as vividly as possible just feeling it. Good. Now I want you to pick one very unique visual anchor. It could be the dimple on the ball as you set up for your shot. It could be the top of your club or your driver. It could be the grass around the ball. But just pick something that's that visual anchor that says, I got this. I feel good. Everything's in balance. I'm playing really well. So pick that visual thing that you're going to see every time. And now rub your thumb and finger together again to deepen that anchor. Now in your imagination, you're going to take that shot as vividly and as real as real can be. You're going to feel it and hear it and experience it with all your senses. Ready? One, two, three. Go ahead and take that shot. 
beautiful and watch it go right to the one blade of grass that you chose for it to land on. Good. Now use your kinesthetic anchor again, that thumb and finger. And when you touch that thumb and finger, you either squeeze or maybe you rub it around in a circle a little bit, you are reinforcing and strengthening this state of mind. You love to hit the ball so well. It's easy for you. It's getting better every time you play. You feel certainty and joy and excitement about being a golfer who's getting better and better every day. Good. So now I want you just to let that wash over you. And begin to bring your awareness back to my voice and back to the room. So I'll count from one to five and just bring all your awareness back with each number. Ready? One, two, take a deep breath. Three, feeling more alert and more aware. And four, your eyes open. And five, wide awake, clear-headed and refreshed. Good. So that was a fairly short session. We would do that session probably for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and really get down to some real specifics so that you have certainty in your visual, auditory, kinesthetic. And then you've done the repetition in hypnosis many, many times. So you're really embedding it into your psyche and into your physical, mental, emotional state. Makes sense? So we do this with the shot from the tee with the driver, then we do fairway shots as well. And we anchor them differently because a fairway shot might have a lot more variables um, when you're hitting it from there. And then go into chipping and putting. And in the chipping and putting, we want you to have anchors that are specific to your abilities to make those shots. And the putting especially is very important because we know that's where you, you know, you make the dough, <laughs> you putt for dough. And the skills that you're doing in the golf hypnosis are ones that carry over to other sports. However, we have to create a different scenario. Like if you're a basketball player and you're driving the ball through all these people and you're, you're relying on your very intuitive and fast subconscious mind to make these shifts and changes and be operating a second or two ahead of what's happening for you right now so that you're in that little bit of a future moment as well. Then you're doing something that is just so different. You can't stand there and rub your thumb and finger together. You can't rely on these different anchors and you say, okay, everybody, wait a minute. I've got to tell myself that I got this. For the free throws in basketball, you can definitely have those three anchors. And it's very similar to what we did to set you up for the golf swing. So if you're standing at the basket and you're getting ready to make a free throw, pressure is on. <laughs> No matter what level of um, basketball you're playing, but it's definitely a point where everybody's watching you and counting on you to make those points that actually might matter and whether you win or lose the game. But you do the same thing. You have anchors that you use. You remember times when you did make the free throws with ease and you were able to know and sense and be aware that it's going in and you knew that before you even threw it. You have a certain state physically that you get into where you know that ball's going to release from your hand just right and it's going to go in there. Then you can also, uh, you can use those anchors while you're standing there dribbling the ball. If you're getting ready to shoot a three-pointer, you have a different 
anchor and a different state of mind, a different statement that you use. Repetition is the key because with any sport, you know that, well, you may not know. I think you should know by now (laughs) if you listen to me very much. But you have these neural pathways that grow to places in your brain based on what you think about, what you say to yourself and what you experience And they go to the place in your brain that supports that emotional state. So in other words, if I wake up every morning and I say, oh no, not another day. Oh, what am I going to do? The pressure is just too much. So now these neural pathways, they're constantly growing and they're growing to seek out and find the emotional area of your brain that is a memory or feeling or experience that's stored in your brain that has that emotional content. So if I'm saying, oh, not another day. Oh, I just can't do this. It's just too much pressure. Your neural pathways are going to grow to find as many of these emotional experiences and memories to connect with. So it's like you have just this massive web of wiring that's growing to connect to these negative emotional experiences, memories, states, words, thoughts. So now... When you wake up in the morning, you have anchored a state that instantly makes your brain's state go to the emotions that support, oh, it's too much pressure. I can't do this. I don't want to face another day. So now when you're trying to get out of that state, anytime during the day, it's going to be really difficult because you created these super highways of neural pathways (laughs) that connect to so many emotional experiences that support your hopelessness. With sports hypnosis, it's the same way. So when I said you need to do a lot of repetition when you're in hypnosis and practicing your anchors, because you have these neural pathways that have massively built these lightning fast connections to the places in your brain that support whatever the emotion or feeling or outcome is, that you're thinking about. So let's think about the guy that was so angry every time he went out and played golf. Well, everything around him had anchored in his state of mind of being angry and frustrated so that he didn't have to try to fire the anchor to be angry and frustrated. He just had to put himself in the environment where everything triggered that state of anger. So for him to change that, for years of being angry when he's on a golf course, for him to change that did require repetition. Now there's two ways to look at this. You can, you can create totally new neural pathways that go to new states of mind that you currently don't possess or even have in your brain, let's say. But we got to build them and then these neural pathways will grow to that state. But they're only going to grow while you are thinking of, experiencing, having the emotional state that does support that. So if you do it for one minute a day, but you have hours that day that are all, you know, in the frustration and the anger and the disappointment, the good state of mind is just not going to get enough support to grow enough of these neural pathways to the experience that you do want. Now think about this. Let's say you're running in a race and as a runner, you know, you've got to have enough energy. You have to last and you have to have the endurance to make it. And you're afraid because you ran out of steam in the last race and you, you didn't finish well because you had, um, I don't know, some 
you know, something happened at a certain point and it took away your confidence, but it also made you just really lose your energy or something like that. But your brain has that fear in it. And when you're out running, if you go to that experience of like, oh God, I hope I can make it. I hope I can have the endurance. I got to, got to keep my mind in the game. I don't want to, I don't want to run out of energy and focus like I did last time. I just can't run out of energy again. Well, think about what that's doing. It's all these neural pathways that are going to all the emotional memories and experiences that are connected to that feeling. Now, if we have you remember those things, like in hypnosis, when we're doing our session, we have you go and remember those negative experiences, but the place in your brain that is storing, let's say one of those negative experiences that's filled with fear and doubt and uncertainty, we want to now store a new experience, a new outcome in the same place where the negative one was in your brain. So if you If I say, go to a time when you were in running a marathon and you ran out of energy and you got mad at yourself or you're disappointed or you were scared, go to that memory. And then you go into that memory and you say, this is what was happening. And this is what I was thinking. And this is what the sounds were all around me. And this is what I said to myself. And I say, okay, stop. Now I want you to change it. Just feel your body getting really strong right now. Feel the energy coming up. And I want you to go right into that same place in that memory and just feel yourself being strong, your face being alive and feeling a surge of energy coming on. And I want you to hear yourself saying, I've got this. Every step is easier and easier, stronger, faster. Okay. So what we're wanting to do is replace the old content in that specific memory that is stored in a specific place in your brain and change the emotional feeling, the visual, the auditory, the phrases, everything we can. And, and if you're running and with every step you're saying, I've got energy more and more, I feel better now. And then what we want to do is get all of those different experiences that might have had to do with fear or uncertainty or um, failure and have your brain now change as many of those as we can to a positive state. So now you're not having to compete with the old memories that are about failure or fear or worry and hoping that your new um, experiences that you created in hypnosis are going to win over. We're going to have all of them. If any of the bad ones were triggered, they have been changed to something that has a positive outcome or positive statement. So those all those neural pathways, wherever they're going, they're going to come back to being a positive experience. Does that make sense? So that ultimately is our goal. But some people have so many of these negative experiences and negative states in their brain. It is a little bit tough to try and go in and change all of them. Although our brains are so amazing and the changes that are made are just phenomenal if you know what you're doing. So if we go in and we change one of the old memories and we make it into a positive state of mind and we change the visuals and the auditory and the um, kinesthetic experiences, and then we ask the brain in trance, of course, we ask the brain to go to another experience that has a similar feeling, open it up, make the change. You've got this. You feel good. 
You're feeling stronger with every step. Good. Now go to another memory that has that same content. We infuse it with that new experience. Go to another one. And then just you just lie there and let your mind go through all of these like a little little um, fairy with a magic wand that's just going bing, 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 bing. <laughs> okay, well, we don't get that silly, but you get the idea. So your brain can do this. And when you, when you do that and then you create some new experiences that are feeling what you want to feel, what it's like to really win, getting rid of self-sabotage, ending the negative statements and the fear, you have built the mind of an athlete that can go out and compete or at least enjoy your sport without feeling anxiety or tension or fear or worry. Even the best athletes go through this. And many professional athletes that I've worked with, they're still battling memories that are from childhood or from early on in their sports career or even things that aren't related to sports but are about them not being good enough and not being strong enough or not being worthy or sabotaging their success for other reasons. So if you're an athlete and you want to get better and you need some help with hypnosis, go to my site at hypnosis.wendy.com and spell Wendy with an I. And there you can look at the sports section and there's um, programs for all different kinds of sports. If you don't find something for the sport that you do, let me know and I'll probably make a custom session for you. And then everybody else who plays your sport will benefit from it as well. So I hope you learned a little something today about sports and hypnosis. And maybe if you listen to the part that was the golf hypnosis segment, maybe now you just want to go be a golfer, even if you've never golfed before. <laughs> you know, I, sometimes you create so much, um, such a vivid and full and rich experience doing something like that, that it motivates your brain to go want to do something. So, well, I am done for now. And it's been great spending time with you, telling you how your brain can actually work for you instead of against you. And these principles, of course, they work in every part of life. They apply to every type of situation, whether it's like relationship or marriage, or it's being in school as a student and getting ready to take a final exam, or it's going for an interview um, for a really a job that you really want, but you're so nervous, you're not sure if you can do it, or you got to get up and give a speech. No matter what it is, the same principles apply. So even if you're listening to this and you're not an athlete, just think of all the ways you can apply this to all the different areas of your life and how it might just plant a seed that is going to change you in ways that you didn't even expect. All right, so I'm Wendy Friesen, and I am thrilled to be here, able to help you and to figure some stuff out. And if you're a golfer or any kind of athlete and you want my help, let me know, because I am here for you. You have a fabulous day, and I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Wendy again. I wanted to remind you that the site at patreon.com slash Wendy has hypnosis sessions for just a dollar. There's ones for sleep, one for learning. There's things for sports. There's all kinds of them that I'm putting up. And anything you need, if you ask me to make a custom session for you, and I decide to make that one, I'm going to put it on the Patreon site for only a dollar. So instead of spending 150 for a custom-made 20-minute session, you will actually have your session, if I choose to make yours, 
on the Patreon site. So go over there, tell your friends, get as many people as you can to go over there and contribute the $1 or the $5 or the $10. And it's very easy to do and it's really fun and you're going to get a lot of great stuff for just a buck. All right, patreon.com slash Wendy. Wendy with an I. Bye-bye. Have a fabulous day.